Hey, Marie, how's it going? I'm going good. How are you? I am good. It's nice to start off the new year. I'm excited to uh, talk about some of our yearly themes and sort of plans for what we're going to do this year. 2023 already. I've already said 2022 or like last year or this year. and I've been making that mistake <laughs> like a hundred times already. Before we get into that, did you have a nice break? Well, sort of. I mean, on one hand, yes. So I had a couple of weeks off, which was great. And so it was just like nice to kind of relax and get like working on the Polar Habits launch, which we'll maybe talk about in a few minutes. Mm -hmm. But also I ended up getting sick on Christmas Day, which put <laughs> a little bit of a damper on things. And then the entire family kind of got sick after me. So the week after oh. Christmas was a bit rough. So I was like trying to prepare for the Polar Habits launch and also like taking care of the family that was just like in not the healthiest state. But everyone's good now. So the kids are like back in school and stuff like that. And I'm mm -hmm. feeling better and my wife's feeling better. And so we're, we started the year a little better than last year because last year we had COVID for like a month at like immediately January 1st for like all of January last year. So mm -hmm. this year, doing a little bit better. How about you? How was your holiday break? It was pretty good. We got an Airbnb in Dalesford, which is sort of like a country town here in Australia. That was nice. It was kind of like me, my brother, my, my parents as well. So we kind of just all got two different houses that were just up the street from each other. So we had enough space. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I think that was key because you kind of, my brother's got a bigger family. He's got three kids and I think you need a bit of space. Like if we were all in one house, it might've been a bit stressful, but because we had two houses, we could go between them. And if anyone needed a bit of space, they could say, oh, I'm just going to, there's a room I could go into or whatever. And <laughs> it was good. And I brought my dog as well, Homer. He was really well behaved. I wasn't sure how he was going to be because he's not usually good at traveling or new environments, but it was actually really good. It was a nice sort of family thing, quite relaxing. I did bring my laptop and I did do a little bit of work, but not overly. I didn't feel pressured to. It was just because mm -hmm. I wanted to. And there were a couple of just, you know, bare minimum things just to keep the business running, you know, stuff to attend to, but nothing crazy. I feel rested. That's good to start the new year feeling a little bit rested. Start the new year fresh. Awesome. Yeah, my laptop was definitely with me a bit more than that since we were prepping for the product hunt launch, which went super well. So we ended up being, so we launched on January 1st. So we kind of, luckily you're able to like schedule the launch because you're, you know, you're supposed to launch at midnight. So I was yep. able to schedule it so I could celebrate, you know, do the countdown and everything. And then quickly hop over to Product Hunt to see like, how's it going? Are we getting the, are we getting upvotes or are there comments to reply to and all of that? And so that whole day was like kind of a whirlwind. And we ended up getting product number two of the day, which I don't know how their algorithm works because we actually had more votes, <laughs> yeah. but um, I'm sure there's some good reason for that. My guess is that because I you know told people through my newsletter about Product Hunt that there was probably a lot of people that upvoted our product that were new to Product Hunt. And so mm -hmm. I bet the algorithm kind of punishes a little bit newer users. And so that's yeah. why we didn't get number one, but still number two is awesome. And we got oh, so much really good feedback. We have some really clear direction on like things we want to work on next. And we just got a lot of really like great encouragement and tons of people that like signed up. And so we're really excited for kind of the next month here as we kind of implement some of that feedback. And we kind of call it like the leaky bucket. Like we've got a bunch of people using it now. But now we realize like, oh, now that we've you know filled the bucket with water, we're seeing all the little holes that we got to patch. And so 
we're kind of not frantically, but trying to get busy on like, okay, how can we fix this problem? How can we make this more clear? Mm-hmm. And all those sorts of things. Yeah, but the launch was awesome and super fun and super encouraging. I'm really excited to see what 2023 looks like for Polar Habits. It's going to be, I'm sure, a very different app by the end of the year because we have so many big plans for it. <laughs> I sort of saw it unfold and I think you guys did a really good job because you know, you were very quick to reply to comments. Like that's one of the main things is like, you can't mm-hmm. just post it. You Once you post it, you have to engage and like sort of keep it alive and keep the interest up. And yeah. I'm not sure exactly how the product hunt algorithm works either, but I wouldn't be surprised if that, that sort of thing factors in like number of comments, like how quickly you respond to comments, like are people engaged? Like you said as well, if you have a new account, I do think that penalizes you. It's got mm-hmm. to because it's from their perspective, they're trying to figure out like is someone – do they just come to vote for today or have they been around and they've got a pattern of voting for various products, maybe even in the same field that you're in? I think overall you did fantastic. Like number two of the day is great. <laughs> even though I totally understand it, it, it was just like, I'm like, oh, we're going to pass them in votes. We're going to pass them in votes. And then it's like, oh, we did. And we're still number two. So it was hard, it was hard not to be a little disappointed with that. Yeah. But overall, like from the beginning, I was like, Even being in the top 10 will be great. I really Mm -hmm. hope we're in the top five because the top five gets listed in the newsletter, which was really cool. So the newsletter came out the following day and then we got a bunch more people that like signed up again, you know, new people that came and visited from that, like almost probably about the same amount of traffic, actually, the second day, just through through like the newsletter and stuff. Very, very happy with uh, launch. It was so fun. And yeah, like you said, there's so many like a lot of comments and we were kind of like getting in there and engaging with people and responding to things. And we had like our own little document that um, Marat and I were using that we were sort of like writing down, like keeping track of like, oh, people are asking for this. More and more people asking for the native app. Everyone wants there to be a native app, which we don't have yet, but we you know hope to at some point. And it kind of worked out. I live on the West Coast in the US and uh, Marat lives in, uh, I think, Lon- London or near London. And so that kind of worked out with our sleeping schedules uh, so that we were yeah. able to be kind of available the entire day for like responding to comments and stuff like that. It definitely helps. It was super fun. I think it's going to be a good year for you guys. Uh, there's probably going to be a lot of stuff to figure out. That leaky bucket thing is something we have experienced with Llama Life as well. So people get very excited. Like there's clearly a problem that needs to be addressed. Like they want to try the app right. because they have a problem. We see this a lot with Llama Life. People get super excited because, you know, they're trying to be more productive. They're trying to increase their focus. We're still trying to really nail, like, have we provided the right solution to their problem? We know they're excited when they come in to try the app. But there is also leaky bucket with Llama Life too. I think with most apps there are, it's just like the degree of that. (laughs) Yeah. It's the degree of the leak. Like, is this a very big leak or is it like a trickle? Because you're always going to have a bit coming out. I think like you said, you've got these new subscribers from the product hunt launch. Now it's about you're getting the feedback and how do we keep them yeah, yeah, yeah. and figuring some of that out before you start pouring heaps more water into that bucket because otherwise it's wasted. Yeah, because we had talked about doing like maybe should we post on Hacker News this week? Like Hacker News is really hard to kind of for it to work. Yeah. But we, we talked and basically kind of decided like even if we knew that it would work to bring in a lot of traffic, I don't know if we want that traffic right now. Because now we're kind of aware of these leaks. And it's like, even though this is a really opportune time to promote like a habit app, let's work on fixing some of those major leaks. Because a lot of times like people will come and check out your app and that might be the only time. And now they've locked in like, oh, Polar Habits is the app that didn't do this thing or had this Mm. issue. 
And then it's then it becomes really hard to ever win those people back. Now that we're aware of what those are, because I think we had some idea. There's nothing like throwing, you know, thousand people at your app to really have those like show up and like, oh, now we do customer support because there's a lot of people. And every morning I wake up and we use, uh, I think it's called crisp chat. And every morning I look and I'm like, oh, yep, got a bunch of notifications. Uh, yep, more people, you know, asking for the mobile app or whatever it mm -hmm. is. Um, and I think we got the achievement unlocked because someone asked for dark mode already, which is, which is fun, <laughs> which we will not be doing that soon. But, you know, that would be fun to do eventually. Uh. <laughs> well, one thing we've been doing, which I think gets around the issue of like, you know, how you said people come and they assume your app does something or does not do something and mm -hmm. then you might just lose them forever. So to get around that, what we try to do is be like super transparent that like we're just getting started and we're super early. And we also say like, we're just two people and there's a lot more to come. So we kind of try and set the expectation that we're just beginning this product. So right. stick around and help us improve it. And we, we try and mention that a lot because like you said, we don't want to set an expectation like this is the the fully formed product and this is what you're going to get. And then if it doesn't suit you, like you leave, we want them to know that there's more coming. So we always sort of say we're, we're just getting started. We've been kind of using the language of like calling people early adopters. So yeah, same, you know, yeah. just like often saying like, thanks for being an early adopter. Your feedback is so valuable, that sort of a thing. Awesome. So we're going to talk about this year themes and what we're trying to achieve. In our last episode, we kind of recapped 2022 and sort of going over what our years look like. And now we're going to look ahead. So since I just kind of talked about my, the product hunt launch and everything, why don't you kick it off? And yeah, let's hear what is your <laughs> uh, your theme for 2023. So I thought about how in the previous years, I always have some kind of resolution goal that never eventuates. Like, I think this is so common, everybody does this, that you start the year off really strong, you have a, a resolution and maybe after like the first few weeks or if you're lucky, like January, you make it through the end of January. After that, it kind of just goes away. You get swept up in everything else you're doing and before you know it, like that resolution's gone out the window. And I was thinking about why that is and I think the reason is that the resolutions are, are too... We sort of spoke about this in the Llama Life newsletter as well. They're a little bit wishy-washy. They're not defined enough, so you just don't come back to it. So we were thinking about like, how do we create a resolution, but maybe reframe it as a goal. And I think it's fine to have some kind of overarching thing, but then get really specific within that. Mm -hmm. My resolution slash goal or th slash theme, if you like, it's just around health. And I've kind of got this little mantra around it that my auntie actually said it to me. It sounds a little bit cheesy, but it's health is wealth. She kept saying to me last year, like health is wealth. And I was like, oh, okay, well, first of all, I remember it because it's three words and it kind of sums up like a lot of things I want to improve this year around health, like mental health, physical health, also just sort of the health of my friends, my dog, like it just extends into a lot of different things. So I feel like that is my theme and I can wake up in the morning and it's very easy for me to remember like, oh, health is wealth. Mm. But within that, then there's obviously some very specific things I'm trying to do. So one of them is like getting out of bed immediately, which is something I was using polar habits for, kind of checking it off. Yeah. You know, as soon as my alarm goes off, get out of bed. That to me fits under health is wealth as well. 
because it's my sleep health, which affects the rest of my day. So yeah, that's kind of my overall theme for the year. Like I've tried things like my resolution is to get fit or my resolution is to eat better, but they never work for me. So I'm kind of hoping that this one, because it's a bit more of a mantra, I'll remember it. And because it's an overarching theme, stuff can change within the year to fit that. So if I start off with a sleep habit I'm trying to build, that's great. But I can also add other things to that that still fit under the health is wealth mantra and it will still feel like it's going toward the overall theme. The thing I think is valuable about the theme is it being sort of that really easy mantra to just be able to sort of like repeat in your head and think like kind of a lens with which to kind of view things as they're going and kind of evaluate throughout the year. Yeah, or, or helping you to sort of like not that it's the all being thing for making decisions or something, but just sort of having, yeah, having that lens to sort of view things of like deciding what things to focus mm-hmm. on. And yeah, health as well, like that that feels like a really great sort of thing to be able to lean on. And it can apply obviously to kind of business things as well. Like how's the health of the product and what can I do to improve that? Cause that, you know, kind of apply, like that applies with like the leaky bucket sort of stuff. Because if, mm-hmm. if you've got a leaky bucket, like that's not super healthy, that's what you want to kind of like fix up and kind of clean that sort of stuff up. So I think that's a, I think that's a great theme. I think that's a great way to kind of look on the year from here. I don't know. It, there's something different about it. Like it just, I want to get fit, but why? Whereas health is health is wealth. Like it is a little bit cheesy, but it really is kind of framing health in a different way for me. Like it's, it's something that you need to survive kind of. I've never really been driven by money, but wealth, like there's different ways to think about wealth, right? Like wealth doesn't have to be money. Mm-hmm. Wealth can be just your quality of life and also obviously your health. Like there's different ways to think about being wealthy and what it enables. Like, yeah, it's sort of a bit cheesy, but I like it. And so far it's been working really well for me. We're only in, you know, the first week of Jan, but I have been thinking about it a lot, like every day, like the choices I nice. make, even like the food that I eat. I'm like, does this fit in with health as wealth? And I'm like, yes or no. <laughs> and I think the other important thing is if I miss a day where I don't contribute toward that, I I don't know, I don't feel as bad mm-hmm. for some reason. And I guess this is what Polar Habits is about. Like if you miss <laughs> right, one yeah. day, then it's fine. You still You still have some momentum. It's not the end of the world. But for some reason, like if I say I want to get fit as my resolution and I miss a day, I, I feel worse than if I go, well, I missed a day on health as wealth. Like I'm still going toward that, but it takes a little bit more time and that's fine. I think a lot of the the traditional kind of like New Year's resolutions like exercise more, get fit. It's like, they're so vague that it's hard to know if you're making any progress on it for one. And then two, like, it's really easy to feel like a failure. And like, Mm -hmm. that is not how we get like positive change. Like you really need to kind of focus on the positive aspect of it. Uh, BJ Fogg, the author of Tiny Habits, he, you know, talks about that, about how the key to positive behavior change is feeling successful. Like you need to have kind of those positive vibes to be able to make something work. Like you can't guilt yourself into good habits. Like that's not going to actually result in positive change long-term. So I think having that kind of positive vibe. So it's not like exercise more, you slob. Like instead it's more like health as wealth. It's like you're focusing on like the positive. Like I want to focus on my health because that to me is wealth. Like that is important and sort of like this positive uh, look on it. I think that is awesome. Do you have any sort of like specific 
bigger things you're wanting to do this year other than like you mentioned some of them but there are there any sort of like big challenges you want to take on or things you're wanting to do this year kind of along those lines I think for Llama Life, there's there's quite a few things we want to do this year. We we definitely want to do more with sound. So so Llama Life is an app that helps you focus. And one way we do that is with, with the sound that's coming. We play soundscapes in the background. But we actually want to build out more of a sound experience. Probably won't go into detail on it on this episode because we could talk a lot about that. But, <laughs> you know, just, just more content around sound. And I also want to grow the team. So right now it's just me and one other person. So we're a team of two and I'd love to get it up to a team of three plus maybe one contractor. That would be the goal. We are trying to be a little bit careful just because globally everything, you know, is in a recession at the moment. Mm -hmm. So we don't want to hire too quickly, but we do need to hire in order to, to grow the business. So we're just trying to balance that out at the moment. So my, my goal would be to kind of hit, you know, a team of three with plus one contractor. So four, I guess, this year. That sounds great. That feels like a, you've got a, a good plan kind of going into the year and some things to uh, tackle. And yeah, that's, that's rad. Also a mobile app. Ooh. Which is similar to Polar Habits. It's probably like the number one request we've had in all of 2022. <laughs> like every second request is, do you guys have a mobile app? I don't think it's the same as having like a an app that is formatted, like a web app that's formatted for mobile because we thought about that too. But people are looking for us in the app store. Right. They're literally just looking for it in the app store and we're trying to reduce friction. So if that's where they're looking, that's where we're going to be. That is a big thing this year, mobile app as soon as possible, which I'm excited about because it's kind of a new thing. Right. But <laughs> yes, that is that is a huge goal this year. Grow the team, but also release a mobile app and do more with sound. So yeah, that would be the three things. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So you sort of like alluded to it with Polar Habits. One of the, like by far the number one like feedback we got was people asking for, yeah, do you have a mobile app? I don't see it in the app store because right now we're similar to Llama Life. We're a web app. Um, but we did one, one uh, crisp chat. So like the support we've got that somebody sent in a message asking a question. Literally the only text, it just said app. Like app app. There's no <laughs> no question, nothing else, just app. And I think the idea was they probably thought it was like some automated thing. They didn't realize it was actually going to a person to respond to them. But it oh, was just okay. yeah, yeah. But it was just kind of funny seeing like this really kind of sums up a lot of the feedback. It's just like app. We need the app. Where's it? Where's the mobile app? Um, so yeah, that that's something we. I mean, we have no idea timeline, but that's something we're also going to be looking into at least this mm -hmm. year. It'd be awesome if we could release it this year. We have a million things we want to look at, so I'm definitely not promising that. But that's something we're going to be looking into for sure. Um, so I'll kind of pivot and well, I guess not pivot, but talk about my theme. So I've been doing the kind of personal themes for a couple of years now. Uh, this will be my third year doing it, and this year the theme I'm going with is launch. And so kind of like internally, I kind of think of it as like, just ship it, like just get it mm. out there just because I, I think I've had a lot of, in the last couple of years, I really have seen how much success I've had just by getting stuff out there, like stuff that maybe before I thought no one would really care about. A lot of that initially having to do with me, like writing about ADHD and then finding out as I wrote about it and shared about it, like, oh, there's actually a lot of other people really interested in this. And maybe like I have like some value here to add that I didn't realize. 
And so I'm kind of like trying to really embrace that this year with launching things more, like instead of like trying to make it perfect, like just get it out there. Because every time I do, I learn so much about it and then I can improve it much more than if I just like, you know, stayed a hermit and, you know, like worked on my perfect little thing for like three years and then released it. Like mm-hmm. it's so much more helpful that just the building in public sort of idea, like getting stuff yeah. out there. I, the feedback I get, it's not only it's super valuable, but it's also motivating. Like, oh, there's interest here. And now I can see other ways to improve it that maybe I hadn't thought of on my own. And so kind of along those lines, there's a few specific things I'm looking at for like what launch looks like for me this year. Obviously, I kind of kicked it off uh, on the on January 1st, literally at midnight launching uh, Polar Habits. And so that's a big thing, like launching that and then just sort of like continuing to have that mentality throughout this year of like, let's just get stuff out there so that people can use it and try it and just sort of like working on launching those features that you know, when they make sense and stuff like that. And so that that's going to be a big focus this year of just like getting that stuff out. Another one that I was hoping would have launched last year is my book, uh, the refocus book. So I've been working on that for like a year and a half now. And so that I'm really hoping to launch that earlier half of this year. And so that's Mm going to be a really big focus of mine. Same sort of thing. Like I have it and it's like, it feels like it's pretty close to done. And I just kind of got gun shy about releasing because it just a book feels so permanent. Yeah, Whereas yeah. a lot of other stuff, it's like, oh, you can fix it and iterate it and stuff like that. And the book is just like, well, there's the book. It's done. And so because of that, I've found myself like afraid to like as I get closer to shipping it, it gets it's a little bit scary. So I'm trying to just sort of embrace that and like push past the fear and get to launching it and get it out there. I know what you mean about the book feeling more permanent. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even though there's sort of ebooks nowadays, which make it a bit more like easy to edit, y- you're thinking of a of having a physical book too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that one does feel more permanent. But people do do like you know second edition and all all that stuff. I'm not really a book expert, so I probably I won't comment more on that. But like, neither am I. <laughs> I do get how it feels more permanent. Yeah, the launch thing is a great theme. One thing I've found is that. Part of it is, it is kind of like a, a little bit of a habit and you get in, you get a weird momentum with it as well. So mm-hmm. when I haven't launched a feature for a while and then I go and launch one, sometimes I do get that fear over like, oh, is this perfect or is this right? But then there's other times where I'm pushing like a lot of little bug fixes here and there. And I find I get into a momentum where I'm like, oh, yep, yep, just push it out, push it out, push it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this depends on the size of the update you're doing. But there is definitely this thing where you just get into a, a habit or a pattern and momentum around pushing new things out. And that fear goes away. But when you leave it too long, then that sort of fear creeps back in. So yeah. one of the things I'm trying to do this year as well is like just keep that momentum up of just releasing stuff all the time and not worrying about it too much. That's definitely how I felt with the book because I got to I got to a place where I was doing like some early beta reading and that was like I had the kind of momentum going. Yeah. And then I just like a early last, I guess it was early December or maybe it was November, but like a couple months ago, I sent the version of the book to an editor who did like a manuscript review and I got a lot of great feedback from that. But because it's been so long since I've done the beta reading, like other than this editor, no one else has seen it for like something like six months. And so all those fears have kind of crept back in is like, 
where I just feel like, is this actually like garbage? Is this, even though I got a lot of great feedback before, like the fears kind of come in, like maybe this isn't good after all. And I really probably should just like sit down and really like apply a lot of the feedback I got from that editor and then just start another beta reading so I can get that momentum again and get that feedback. And so that's mm. definitely the part of that, the theme of launch is like, I want to get to that next bit beta reading quickly so that I can kind of rebuild that momentum and then hopefully ride that to an actual launch. Another thing that I'm really wanting to do this year is with the YouTube videos, you know, I talked on earlier episodes about how like YouTube sort of surprisingly blew up last year for me. And I had like a lot of success there and I really want to embrace that this year. Um, so my, my, it's kind of a loose goal, but my, my, my loose goal is to have by the end of 2023 have released 12 new videos. So like one video a month. A month. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that'll mean one every single coming out every single month, but I want there to be 12 brand new videos by the end of the year. And if <laughs> well, I can go watch, beyond that, it'd be awesome. But watch Jesse as he releases 12 videos in December. <laughs> That'd be such an yeah, ADHD maybe, thing. Like maybe. I've got to the end of the year. I have done, you know, I've done one video or whatever. It's like, right. okay, 11 are coming now in December. <laughs> Oh man, that's pretty funny. Hopefully that's, yeah, hopefully that's not the case, but yeah, so that's kind of my, that's kind of my goal with that is to have yeah a minimum of 12 kind of original videos. In addition to, you know, my other podcast, I've been doing the video episodes of those on there from ADHD nerds. And so I really feel like Polar Habits, the book launch and YouTube are kind of like the three big things that I'm going to be focused on uh, in this next year. Yeah, that's a lot. And then I do have a couple other things that I might launch as well. Like I'll probably do another course again, just because mm -hmm. that's gone well in the past. And I'm and I also have another I have another buddy that I work on apps with. And so we have another kind of side app we've worked on some. And so that might launch this year. So I have like a whole lot of other uh, what is it irons in the fire. Um, but I think the three main things that I'm focused on this year are going are for launching this year would be Polar Habits, the book and uh, YouTube. So yeah, those are kind of my, that's my big uh, theme launch. Just, just ship it, just get, get it out there. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. And it's one word, easy to remember. It's clear. It cuts across many different things. Yeah. I like it. I think we had more we were going to talk about, but let's go ahead and wrap it so we can maybe talk about that next week, unless there's something you wanted to uh, cover real quick. No, I think I'm good. So I like, yeah, I like the themes launch for you and for me, health is wealth. And Love it. both of them are high level enough that they cut across different things. But within that, we can have specific goals and targets that we'd like to achieve. And they can change during the year because they will still fit with the overall theme. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. I think it's good. Well, then uh, I'll see you next week. Yeah, sounds good. See you then. <laughs>